This is Gideon Danso's podcast, where we impact deep understanding of God's word. Gideon Danso is a global lead pastor of Empowerment Worship Center, where God lives. From wherever you are listening to us, we hope you are inspired and encouraged by this message. Come on, clap your hands, God. Matthew chapter 6, and the verse number 9 to the verse number 13, we stand on our God in the reading of God's word. So we honor God. We read together. March of the 6th from verse 9 to verse number 13 in the Bible says, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. That will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Please be seated. We continue our teachings on the Lord's Prayer as we zero in on deliverance from evil. Deliverance from evil. We have dealt with evil the last two weeks. This will be, this will be the third week of teaching on the subject of deliverance from evil. And so we want to go straight to how to deal with evil. We've talked about what is evil. Evil is anything that opposes God and his work of righteousness in the world. We said that evil has a source and the source of evil is the devil. In fact, the New Kingdom version of the same scripture said, deliver us from the evil one. It didn't say deliver us from evil. It said deliver us from the evil one because evil has a source. And we said the seed of evil is a man's heart. The seed of evil is a heart of man. That's what the Bible said we should guard our heart with all diligence for out of it coming the issues of life, who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord, who shall stand in holy places, he who has a clean hands and a pure heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It's a matter of the heart. Then we say that evil comes through two means, by what we hear and by what we see. Evil cannot therefore be dealt with by any human physical therapy or mental adjustment or any form of human philosophy. Evil can only be dealt with by Christ. It's only through the name of Jesus Christ, the power of God's love, that evil can be dealt with. We want to go straight today into how to deal with evil. Evil, understand people of God, that evil cannot be destroyed or eliminated. Evil, however, can be expelled, pushed back, cast out, or even be shielded against it. Hear me, church. Evil cannot be destroyed or eliminated. Why? Because there is time that evil will be permanently destroyed. There is time that evil will permanently be eliminated. The time is not now. When Jesus entered the land of the gathering... And met the God that was possessed of 6,000 demons, legions. The Bible said the demon says, have you come to destroy us before our time? So there's a time where evil will be permanently destroyed, eliminated, and taken out. This is not the time. That time is when the devil is put in the lake of fire. When the devil is put in the lake of fire and a new world come and a new Jerusalem come and we are all in a new place, then the devil will be permanently 
dealt to put in the lake of fire, then there will be no such thing as the devil. And if there's no devil, then there will be no evil. But until then, evil can only be pushed back. Evil can only be expelled. Evil can only be cast out. Or evil, you can only be shielded from evil. How do we do that? We do that, number one, by receiving the light of God's word. Evil is dealt with, number one, but when we receive the light of the word of God, the light, the light, because only light or divine revelation has the power to expose evil. The light of the word of God. The light of the word of God in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of the understanding. Whenever we receive light, you are the revelation you walk in. You are the light you walk in. You can never be greater than your light. In other words, you can never be greater than your revelation. It is impossible to be greater than your level of light. The Bible said, by faith, Abel offered a more pleasing sacrifice. And what is faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So if Abel offered a more pleasing sacrifice by faith and faith coming by hearing, hearing the word of God, then it means that Abel had knowledge, had light, had revelation. He had something that Cain didn't hear. If you can only walk in healing when you understand what the word of God has got to say about healing. You are the level of light you walk in. Do you know, do you know that there are some things that come to you easily but not to everybody? Do you know that coming to church, eh, people can say, why do you come to church like that? Like, like Charlie, are you okay? Because they don't know what you get. They don't know why you are here. Are you with me at all? Even salvation does not come to people. Why do, you accept, why do you have to accept Jesus as Lord and person? What, what is the meaning of that? Why do you give? It's your own money. But you know by revelation. You know by the word of God that give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shake it together. So shall men give back to you. You have knowledge of something they don't know. You are your level of knowledge or your level of revelation. Which is why, how do you deal? You start to deal with evil by having more revelation, more knowledge, more light, more words. So the Bible says, in the beginning, John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Are you following? And in him was life. And the life was the light of man. So, the life of God in you equals your light. So, so, and we know that that light, verse 5, and the light shined in darkness 
and the darkness comprehended you know the devil is a darkness darkness is the devil which is why the devil doesn't want you to have light because the more darkness you stay in the more the enemy wins over you you can't win over the devil in the dark that's why the devil wants you to be there in the dark. He doesn't want you to know the word of God. He doesn't want you to come out of the darkness. He wants you to stay in the dark. The more you are in the dark, the more you are in the dark, the more you stay in the dark, the more you play with the dark, the more you hide in the dark, the more the devil gets power over you. But what you need to do to expel the darkness, the weakness of darkness is the appearance of light. Once light shows up, every power of darkness, every power of the devil is exposed. And the Bible said that light that shines in darkness and the darkness couldn't comprehend it. That light is the life of God. So when you see the life of God in you, you begin to shine the light. We don't worry about the world being dark. You keep on shining the light. The more more you shine the light of the glorious gospel, the more we expel darkness, the more we weaken darkness. The darkness has no power, the darkness has no victory, the darkness has no strength. But the church must rise up and shine the light, which is why I came to tell this morning don't let the darkness in people stop you from shining your light in you. You got to shine in the office. Shine at home. Shine in the church. Shine in the field. Shine on the bus. Shine on the station. Wherever you go, just shine the light. What is that light? That light is the life of God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Even though the Bible says, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of darkness but as a fear no evil for thou are with me for your road and your staff they comforted me I'm not afraid of what is becoming of the world I'm not scared about the future of my children I'm not scared about the future of the church I'm not scared about the future of our world all that I need to do is to keep on shining the light is keep on preaching the gospel is keep on teaching my children that you are in this world but you are not of this world and this our victory even our faith we overcome by faith we overcome by the light where are the Christians where are the believers where are those who are the carriers of the light you shine the light and when you shine the light Oh, you're clapping a sick. You're clapping a sick. I need to wear a sign. Someone tell the person, keep on shining. Keep on shining. Come on, smile in your heart and tell somebody, don't worry about the level of darkness. There's a darkness because you are not shining the light. When you step out, when you go there, when you get there, when you show up, when you get there to that office, to that shop, to that bus, to that flight, to that company, to that marriage,
marriage to that church you step out there and you shine the light and the light shined in the dark and the darkness comprehended not you are the light of the world the city that is set on the hill cannot will not must not be hid where the believers let your light shine let your light shine keep on shining keep on shining in the political world in the social world the economic world the prophetic world can i get the light right now come on scream and clap and give god your loudest praise keep on shining shine the light prof i'm very concerned about what's becoming of our world i'm very concerned i'm very very concerned our children no show them the light put the light in them because all that we need to do i'm very concerned about social media i'm very concerned about social media i'm very concerned about technology i'm very afraid of the wind the world that we are living before the world that we are living for our children look at me if technology can be can be transferred eh, and can be given to the next generation faith is also transferable Paul said Paul said I know the faith that was in your grandmother Lois it was in your mother Eunice and it is in you Timothy you can transfer faith to your children children my God I came to declare today there's a faith of prayer a faith of the word a faith of belief a faith of trusting God that we can bequeath we can transfer we can hand over as an inheritance to our children should my God the devil is a liar we are the seed of the righteous you know I don't know today when we talk about light or we don't see light of well those days when we were growing up back in Akimoda when we say light off no no we hear the light or not just because there was no light but it really was frightening I don't know today we don't get proper light or the place when you say light I don't know whether it's a phone light I don't I don't know whether it's a darkness those days when we say light off the whole place was dark. So dark. I remember we were walking like this. There was no phone light. And you know, in the dark, you can see, oh, can you listen for me? You can see a shirt hanging on the pole. And you think the shirt is a pillar. So you're like, because you are trying to hold on to something that the thing doesn't even have a leg in the dark. In the dark, you try to hold on to anything. Many are trying to hold on to social media. Look, look, look at me. When you don't know God, you try to use any and everything to survive. Use makeup, beauty, hair, this, that, social media, lies, comment. No, that's not who you are. What you are trying to hold on doesn't have strength. 
There is something that got strength and power. It works. Though the grass wears, the flower fades, but the word of our God, it abides forever, forever. Oh Lord, your word is set in heaven. I came to introduce you to something that can expel the dark, that can shine in the dark. And that is the life of God. To the word of God, we hold on to something stronger. You can, you can. You have no idea what people are trying to hold on today to survive. They're trying to hold on with cigarettes, with alcohol, with sex, with likes and comments, with social media. But that's not what to hold on to. We hold on to something that has got real life. In him was life, and that life was the light of men, and that light shined in the dark. And the darkness. Tell somebody, what are you holding on to? What are you holding on to? Tell, tell someone, what are, you, what are you holding on to? What are you surviving by? Say, I've been meaning to ask you this question for some time now. What are you trying to hold on to? What are you trying to? What are you holding on to? We hold on to the word of God. The Bible says, there is no foundation that shall be laid except that which is already laid, which is Jesus. You're clapping the second house, Darkness. How the devil is darkness. And the darkness can only be dealt with by the light of the word of God. One key, watch this. One key source. One key to overcoming the source and the cause of evil is found in Colossians. Colossians chapter 2 and the verse number 14 and 15. Paul, I love Paul, I love Paul, I love Paul, my God. Paul, that guy was serious. Sometimes imagine what would have been but without Paul. It's amazing that the last guy became the best guy. And not to compare, but that guy has helped us in so many ways and brought depth and revelation to my God, what we know today as a Christian life. And Paul takes on the book of Colossians and, and he deals with the whole subject of the source of sin and the cause of sin. And one would have thought that if we're talking about evil, we will straight away go to the devil and shout on the devil. No, the devil is a source of evil, but it's a cause of evil. And if you are looking at, if you are looking at the source... Without the cause, you are missing a bigger point. Because, 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 because Jesus said, the prince of this world cometh, but has nothing in me. So, so the prince could be there. But once there's nothing of the devil in you, the devil can't attack you. No, you don't want to say You don't want to say You don't want to say There is something in the air condition that is in the remote. Which is why when you press the remote, the air condition will come on. There's a connection. The devil has no power over you if there is no source, if there's no cause. Eve was in the garden in the beginning. Adam and Eve were in the garden and nothing happened until they gave the devil the access through the deception of falling for and picking the fruit of the tree. 
until that fell, until that fall came, the devil, evil was there, but evil had no power over them. The problem, therefore, is not the source of evil. The problem is the, is the cause. Why is it that the enemy has gained power over you? Somebody came to me and said, Prof, the devil has now left my, my hall. He was first in the veranda. He was first in the, in the couch. Then he went to the veranda, then he came to the compound, then he went to the, 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 the hall. He's gone to the kitchen. Now he's in my bedroom. I said, now who calls him? You give the devil the chance. Look at my church. Bible says, neither give no room to Satan. We give room to the devil. We give room to the devil by not understanding the cause of evil. There is a source, but there's a cause. There is a reason. There's a basis. As I said, a, a lawful captive. There are technique. There are things that make the enemy gain advantage over the believer, and for which will he pro, he pro, he release evil. Evil has a source, the devil, and evil has a cause. So Paul takes on Colossians and he deals with the source of evil and the cause of evil. He says, blotting out. Let's all read it together loud. Everyone read it. I want to go. Blotting out the handwriting of all. Oh, loud, 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 loud. Come with you. One to go. One to go. Verse 15. Paul says, verse 14, verse 14, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. So, what is Paul talking about? The word blot out Handwriting of ordinance. The word blot out in, in Greek has is a combination of two things. Ek out. A leaf wipe. So when Paul said block out, it means it signifies to wash, to smear completely. Metaphorically, in a sense, it means remove out to wipe away, to wipe off the handwriting. Of ordinance. So Paul said, What Christ did on the cross was to completely wipe out, remove, wipe off, wipe away, take it out of the way. It's like Paul is saying that something fell in your shed and there were some stains. Christ's work on the cross by sending his blood was to remove the stain to the point where when you look at the shed, it's as though nothing happened to it. It's like water poured on the ground and it's been wiped out and the ground has gone back to its original state. Christ, by his death on the cross, by the finished work on the cross of Calvary, blotted out, wiped out, took out, Remove the handwritings of ordinance 
that was against us. That was contrary to us. It was against you. What is that handwriting of ordinance? Paul says in Philemon, Philemon chapter 1 verse 19. Philemon 1 and 2. I, Paul, I have written it with my own hand. I will repay it. This is Paul writing to a, a guy called Philemon. And it was written by a guy called one Onesimus or Onesiphorus. You can call his name one Onesimus. Onesiphorus. That's how his name is spelled. O-N-E. One. Smos. So if you don't want to pronounce the Greek way, because those names were heavy. You know, Paul, Paul talked about some weird names. I pray you take one of those names for your children. Uh, Epaphroditus. So one on this must, this guy had done some crazy stuff and his master Philemon sacked him, he stole. And because of the theft, he, he left Philemon and missed Paul. And when he met Paul, he became a good guy, he changed. But sometimes people don't want your past to leave you. Even though you change, they still want to deal with you based on who you were, not who you are. One of the dangerous people you have in your life, people who will give you what you used to need. May nobody give what you used to need because you left a long time ago. So, so, so he goes to Paul and Paul trains him and he's become useful. Paul said he was once upon a time useless, but now he's useful. And Paul is sending him back to Philemon. But Philemon doesn't know he has changed. And Paul said, I, Paul, I have written it with my own hand. I underwrite that whatever he has done, whatever he stole, I will repay. Paul said, I sign for him. First, I vouch that he has changed. But I'm not ignoring the fact that he stole. And there's debt to be paid. Whatever that he stole, whatever that he did, whatever crime and sin and offense he committed, I will repay on my account. That's what Christ did for us. Christ went to the cross and said, we went to the bank and took a loan. We signed a loan and signed an ordinance we couldn't pay. And what we couldn't pay was so much. And it was an ordinance. It was a crime. It was something we signed for. And God said, by the finished work on the cross of Calvary, the ordinance, the agreement, the laws that we signed for, the laws that we agreed, the laws that was written, the laws that we bounded our signature to, that we would do according to, that we haven't been able to do. The Bible said Christ dealt to the basis of that law. He paid for it. Not only did he pay for it, he removed the law and threw it out of the way. You're clapping. It's sick in the house. One Christ washes. Jesus did not just pay for our sins on the cross. Because if he paid for our sins on the cross and not deal with the law that made sin real, we would have sinned again. Christ said, because you know something, the law. It's not for you. 
The law is never to advantage. The law, now all those you of you Christians who are still living by the law. Can I see my hands? Anybody like that? Anybody believe in religious Christianity? Do's and don'ts. You have a problem. Because Paul is saying, go back, go back to Colossians. Paul is saying, the, what is the handwriting? The handwriting of ordinances are all the laws that God gave Israel to obey. Now think about it. Can you really obey these laws? I mean, today, we have mobile phones, so maybe you could store all the laws. Even if you wanted to obey it, you can forget. I mean, the law about meat alone. Which one to eat? Which one to eat? <laughs> Are you with me at all? The law of what? Of, of sacrifice. Which animal? 10 turtle dove, 20 she gold, 40 male gold, 50 male gold, 21. <laughs> can I preach your church right now? So, 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 so from the word go, the law was not for you. Pastor Paul said, the law blotting out the handwritings of ordinances that was against you. Look at me. Law, the laws was not to deal with evil or to deal with sin. But the law was reviewed sin. So the more law, the more we see offenders. Because the law is not for the law abiding. The law is for the lawless. So whenever there's Whenever there's a law, he's going after those who are lawless. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. You know what I said? So Paul said in Timothy, let, let, me, let me show what Paul said. Those of you that believe in the law, okay, this is for you. This is what Paul said in Timothy. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. Knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous man, but for the lawless. So anybody who believes in the law is lawless. Disobedient for the ungodly. For sinners, for holy, profane, for murderers, for fathers, murderers of fathers, murderers of mothers, for manslayers. Verse 10 says, for warmongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for merciless, for liars, perjured persons, if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. So the law is not for you to be, a law was not meant for you to deal with sin. The law was entrenched, revealed, makes it stronger. But the more law, the more guilty you are. <laughs> As the Bible says, where sin abound, grace does abound them all. The devil is a liar. The law is not for you. The law is revealed more sin. The law, the law wants to show how weak you are because you know God had, in order for God to deal with sin, God needed to deal with sin in a bigger picture. So, in order for God to deal with evil, God said, I'm not going to deal with evil by just, because in the beginning there was evil and there was man. But evil had no access to, to man until man fell for it. Now, evil is not only outside of man, evil is not in man. So in order for me to deal with evil, I'm not dealing with the devil else. I'm dealing with the evil that's also entered man. So I start by first of all, revealing the evil in your heart to show you how weak, how sinful, how nothing, how bankrupt you are. And so the law is to reveal our heart, to reveal more sin, more weakness. Whenever you believe in the law, you believe in revealing your weakness, revealing sin. 
revealing how profane you are, how, how wicked your heart is, how bad your heart is. It reveals man. So Christ went to the cross and his aim was not only to pay for your sins, but to deal with the law that makes sin relevant. Because why? Watch this. Watch this. If there is no law that says if you drive to red light, it's a crime. When you drive to red light, no police can arrest you. Talk to me right now. Police can arrest you because it's a law. So Christ said, I'm not only dealing with the penalty of the sins you committed. I'm dealing with the law that made it sin in the first place. I'm removing the handwriting of ordinance that was against you. That was contrary to who you are. I'm removing all the handwritings of ordinance. Church, the Bible says, look at what the Bible says, Daniel chapter 9, verse 11, look at the law. Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even the departing, that, 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 that they might not obey the voice. Therefore, the, the, therefore, the curse is poured upon us. Whenever we transgress the law, there's a curse. If, if, if we transgress the law and there's a curse that comes upon us, then how are, we going to, how are we going to escape the curse? Because nobody can obey the law. And if God knows that the law will bring curse, then the law was not for you. That's why I thank God I'm born in a better dispensation. I am born under grace. Watch because because watch because if you transgress the law and you and a curse will come upon you, then the law is not for you because you are never going to be able to obey in any way. You are going to transgress anyway, so a curse is inevitable. So Christ will not only first deal with the curse; He will deal why the curse came in the first place, and why the curse came in the first place was because there is a law. He went to the cross and blotted out. Someone say, "Oh, but I'm not a Jew." The laws were given to the Jews. No, you are included. Romans says, God put eternity. God, let me show what, what Romans says. Romans says, God put himself in the earth. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1 and verse number 18 says, Romans 1, for the wrath of God is revealed from, is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in right, unrighteousness. Verse, verse 19 says, work with me. because that which may be known of God is manifested in them. What is known of God is manifested in every one of you. May I say something? Let me say something. Let me say, God, when God created you, he put himself in you. So when you do bad, you now you know you've done bad. True or false? You, when you do wrong, don't you know it? You know it. You know it. The fact that you are hiding doesn't mean you, hiding, that's me, you don't know it. The fact that you are pretending doesn't mean it's there. The thing there, there. Because God put eternity in your heart. God put himself in you. So you, you yourself, you know good and you know bad. You know it. God, what? Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world. And clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. By the things that God made. We see what God wants and what God don't want. Even external power. And Godhead. So that they may be without excuse. So both the Jews 
and the Gentiles have no excuse against the laws of God. There's no excuse. You have no excuse. You can't say, me, I didn't know. You know. How do you know? God put himself in you. He has put eternity in their heart. You know God. Do you know that people can read the Bible, but they know God? Some of our grandparents, my, my, my grandmother, grandfather, those people, they know the Bible. Not only by what they read. They know God. No, they know God by encounters. If you're a child of God, you know what is good. You know what is bad. Because, the, because, because it is a spiritual witness in your heart. You know it. Because God put himself in you. If all you are is a human flesh and blood, you are joking. You are spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. That spirit in you is God's spirit. God is in you. You know when you have done wrong and you know when you have done bad. You can pretend. You can smile. You can, you can fake it. You can do whatever you want to do. But you know because God put eternity in you. Now clap in the second house one. Clap in the second So God said, Jesus said, I'm not only going to deal with the devil, I'm going to deal with the basis. And the basis of evil or sin was what? Was what? The law. So God just went on a cross and on a cross. Bible said, he blotted it out. He took away the law. He took away the law. Now imagine you wake up one day. There's no law against red light. Come on, talk to me right now. Come talk to me right now. There's no law against driving without licenses. The police will catch you and say, where's your licenses? And if policemen want to catch you, they have about 1,000 laws in this country. Where's your bonnet? Where's your uh, fire extinguisher? They can ask you thousands because they can ask, why they will ask you that? Because there are laws for it. And no matter what, you can, they'll catch you with one. Most of the time, police will release you on the basis of mercy. On the basis of the other thing. I don't want to talk about it. The other thing. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Because there's a law. There's a law. The law is to reveal how weak we are. How lawless we are. How the, our proclivity, our ten, our, 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 our weakness. So Christ said, when I'm going to the cross, and on the cross, I'm not only paying for your sins. I'm removing what made you a sinner in the first place. I'm removing what made you weak. What the grounds that the enemy had. So he blotted out the handwriting. He took it. He wiped it out. He removed it. It does no longer exist. I'm no longer under the law. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me for the law of sin and death. I am under the law of grace. The clap in the second house right now. Then the Bible says, next verse, next point is where the prayer is. Next point, he blotted it out. Then the Bible says, then the Bible says, he spoiled. Come on, work with me. He spoiled principalities and powers. Bible says he, he blotted out the ha- Colossians, 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 Colossians. He blotted out, having spoiled, having spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly and uh, openly triumphing over them in it. Watch this. Please, ever look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You see, you see, you see, you see. He dealt with the law. In Ghana, we have a special prosecutor office. Before there was a special prosecutor, there was a law passed in parliament that made his office right legal, that gave a 
beast and the ground to his office. Without the law, the prosecutor has nothing to prosecute. And so in order to deal with the prosecutor, you have to deal with the law that establishes office in the first place. And after you have to the law, it means you strip him of his law, you've disarmed him, you've taken his weapon, you've taken what gives him power to come after you. The devil was coming after you because there was a law, there was a weakness, there was a ground on the cross. That's what other version says he disarmed. The word disarm means he took away the grounds, the basis, the underwriting, what gives them the legal right to accuse you, to attack attack you, to oppress you, to harass you, to frustrate you. The legal grounds, the handwriting, the do's, the don'ts, the laws are hereby blotted out. Oh, you're clapping the second house. You're clapping the Tell somebody, it's no more. It's no more. Come on, smash. It is no more. Say, right now, there is no prosecutor. They can't prosecute me because it's not a law. Do you know that we smoking is against the laws of Ghana? But in the Netherlands, it is not. And because there's no law that says weed is illegal in the Netherlands, or some part in America, or in the UK, there's no prosecutor that can arrest you and charge you to court. Because there's no law. Once there's no law, there's no offense. So, there is no offense because the law that gives you offense, the strength is being blotted out. You don't understand what Christ, what Christ is. That he blotted out every law that made you stand accused. Oh, come tire. I wish you can smile and tell somebody you are acquitted and discharged. Say no more guilt, no more guilt. Say you are acquitted and discharged. You are free. That is what the Bible said. He who the son set free is free indeed. Let the redeemer of the Lord say so. Whom he has redeemed, blotting all the handwritings. The handwritings. The agreements, the law, the papers you signed for, when God said, thou shalt not, and you agreed, he's been blotted out. Now watch this. He removed the law. Now that the law is gone, he went after the law enforces. So next point. Next point. Having spoiled them, having destroyed their office, one more my jobless. The devil is jobless. He has no office. He has no basis. Before he was hiding under the law to oppress you. Now the law is gone. So now he has spoiled them. Look at me. Do you know who you are? Evil has no basis in your life because what gave them the ground has been spoiled. He has spoiled principalities. The principal. He didn't say the. He, he didn't say. He didn't say the devil. Say principalities. It means the full soldiers. The Bodies of the devil that operates, having spoiled principalities, having what spoiled their office, having removed why are they spoiled? They are spoiled because they have no police. Police without a law can be police. What's the police without a law? And the law is gone, so the office is spoiled. Not only have they been spoiled, he made a public show of them. So Christ said. I'm not spoiling them in the secret. I need a witness. I need to be there. I was there. 
You were there. We were there on the cross of Calvary. That day when Christ hung on the cross, he made a public show. I know who I am. My spirit bears witness with the spirit of God that I'm a son of God because on the cross, Jesus made a public mockery, a public show, a public spectacle. He embarrassed. He disgraced them. The devil is a liar. You are not clapping your hands well. The enemy has been embarrassed. Oh, sustain clap, sustain clap, sustain clap, sustain clap. Look at me. I have no guilt or shame because Christ paid for my shame. I have no embarrassment. He took away my embarrassment. He became naked that I will be covered. He was bruised for my iniquity. He was punished for my sin. The chastisement of my peace was upon him on the cross and by his stripes I was healed. Can I preach with devil church right now? Having spoiled, having embarrassed, having reduced, having mocked, having made a show of them. I declare today, no devil can harass you. No devil can embarrass you. No devil can shame you. When they bring your mistake, when they bring your errors, when they bring your guilt, you refer them to the cross and tell the devil, you remember 2,000 years ago, you were spoiled, you were embarrassed, you were reduced, you were sold, you were mocked on the cross. Oh, oh. You're clapping and sick. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, smile and tell somebody. I know who I am. So I know who I am. Come on, West. I know who I am. But I also know who the devil is. Say so the devil is an embarrassed soldier. He is an embarrassed general. He's been embarrassed. When the Bible says he made a public show of them, Paul's writing under the rule of the Romans. And Paul was referring to this metaphorically that it was like a Roman soldier, a Roman general. When they went to war and they lost the war and the generals were captured, they were put in the open. Then their garments are removed. Their weapon taken away from them. They are stripped and embarrassed. And sometimes they march them in the streets. For everybody to see. I saw, I watched, I watched, I watched, I watched the Roman Empire. Was it Carigola? One of the guys. He was to attack today England. And for whatever reason, he couldn't go. And then he had his own soldiers pretend as the English soldiers arrested and captured. And he, he stripped them and brought them and paraded them in Romans to show that they've been arrested they've been dealt with in those days real generals who lost war were brought in the open to the people and they are stripped they are disarmed they are reduced they are mocked people go, <laughs> that's what god that's what jesus did to the devil he read he disarmed him it was like a general a soldier a goliath his armor removed his coming removed his weapon removed. do you know what god did to the devil do you know what Christ did to the devil on the cross. The devil was stripped. He was exposed. He was uncovered. He was shamed. He was mocked. I am not ashamed. I'm not afraid. You can't mock me because the devil has been shamed. I can't pay twice. Christ paid for my shame and I cannot be shamed. Strip them. Watch this. 
Someone says, what do we do then as Christians? Our summer as Christians is to enforce what Christ did on the cross over every activity of the devil. So when the devil shows up, he says, do you know you? Do you know you? Do you remember that you were spoiled? First of all, do you know that the handwriting is gone? Do you know you can't even accuse me? Do you know you are jobless? Do you know that you can only work against those who don't know? Me, I know. That's why you are your revelation. You are your light. And the light shined in darkness. You can't afford to stay in darkness. You got to know more. Watch this. And you tell him what Christ did to him on the cross. Hear me, church. Please sit down. Someone said, Prof, how then is the devil still working against a Christian? Here's how it go. Come. A Christian cannot be possessed. See, to possess means, this is my iPad. I possess it. It's mine. No Christian can be possessed like this. A Christian can tell somebody, I can't be possessed. Say, you are joking. I'm, I'm not possessed. However, a Christian can be manipulated. Go. Hey, come. Hey. I'll, I'll crush you. I'll finish you. Look at You won't survive. You don't make it. You won't stand. Go back home. Don't go. Come back here. That's what the devil, the devil's power, he has been spoiled, he has been, he's been stripped. But an old general is still an old general. So if you are a kid and go before an old general, even though he's been stripped, he has technicalities and rules and manipulation to make you feel that you are, you are the defeated one. He can finish because he has experience. That's why the greatest weapon of the devil is not his power. It is his ability to lie. That's why every time I preach, I say the devil's a liar. Because he's a master I tell you, you won't make it. You won't survive. You are done. The devil is a liar. And today, I cannot shout against every liar of the devil. You shall not die, but you shall live. You are blessed. You are favored. You are strong. It is well with your soul. He's been spoiled. But the devil is that old soldier with old tactics. And he has time to steady you. So when you're a baby, a kid, and stand before a general who has fought all, so many battles, but has been stripped, he can't fight you, but what he will do that? He will whisper. He's going, oh boy. The Bible said the devil roars like a lion. Oh, no power. But he can make you Doubt yourself. Curse yourself. Fear for yourself. He has tricks, manipulations, threatenings, intimidations, lies, bewitchments, demonic manipulation. There are many of you. What you are afraid of doesn't exist. What you are scared of doesn't even exist. It is not your portion. It can't come to you. You will not die before your time. You will succeed. You will marry. You will settle. You have children. You will prosper. You will preach. You will win souls. God is on your side. It is well with you. 2021 will end well. God will open new doors. You will build buildings. You will preach the gospel. Who am I preaching to tonight? Will you rise up and slap your life? You believe the word of God. The devil is a liar. He's a liar. He's been stripped. He's been spoiled. He's been embarrassed. He's an old soldier. 
He's ranting. He's shouting. He roars like a lion. But he's not a lion. We are the lion of the tribe of Judah. <laughs> Sit down two minutes. Sit down two minutes. Hmm. Lift up and say, I shall not die. I shall not die. So I'm not afraid of the devil. I'm not afraid of his tactics, his manipulations, his schemes, and his azan ways. So the devil is azan. So let the azan of the devil be crushed as I clap my hands. Who is clapping your hands right now? Who is shouting at the devil? Back off. Social distance. Hear me? The only social distance I believe is the devil. Social distance. Six feet backwards. Go back. Push back. Stay in your lane. You are a defeated soldier. Hey, you've been stripped. You are not killed because your time will come to be killed. But you don't have power over me. The Bible didn't say he was killed. It was like the story of the forgiveness in Matthew. When the Bible said he delivered him to the tormentors. When, he did not, when the master forgave him more, he didn't forgive his brother less the master delivered him to the top. Those tormentors are the top of the principalities. They can torment you. They can harass you. They can accuse you. They can manipulate you because you don't know who you are. You know. That, okay, look at me. For a law to be abolished, eh, a higher law must come. So, so long as, as far as we know, anything that goes up must come down. Law of gravity. That's what we know until the law of lift. The law of aerodynamics came. The law of lift came to override the law of gravity. For the gravity. Because the law of lift says I can go up and not come down. So you can stay in the lift and go up. Law of gravity. There are people who go up. Christ went up. He ascended. When he ascended on high. Elijah ascended. Enoch walked with God, he disappeared. There's a law higher than the law we know. And the law, and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. It matters under whose law you operate. I operate the better law. I operate under a mighty, stronger, powerful law. Will you clap on and shout and say, Yes! Number three, number two. So let me just run this fast. That's what, that's how number two evil can be cast out. Cast evil out. Mark chapter six, Mark 16, 17 says. Mark 16, 17. Mark 16, 17. The Bible said, and this time shall follow them in the heart that believe. In my name they shall hold. Cast out devils. They shall speak with tongues. I speak with new tongues. Look at me. Demonology is a subject introduced by Jesus Christ. Hear me, church. We cast out devils. We cast out devils. Look at me. I said, I want my kids to write when they go to school. What does your father do? Write. He's a demon chaser. He's a demon bastard. He torments demons. He casts out devils. Look at me. 
devil casting is a work for every believer. Once you believe, you cast out devils. And if just cast out devil behind Peter's mother-in-law's fever, then to every sickness, there's a devil behind it. And today, every cancer, every stroke, every diabetes, every COVID-19, every pressure, every malaria, every hepatitis, whatever disease and infirmity in your life, as you clap your hand in the name of Jesus, we cast it out. We cast out depression. We cast out anxiety. We cast out panic. We free your soul. We cast the devil out. In my name. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they'll cast out devil. Look at me. The church is the only legalized institution in the earth with a license to cast out devils. If we refuse to do that, the, devil, the world is in trouble. We cast out homosexualities. We cast out whatever. We cast it out. Look at me. We cast it out. I don't hate gays. In fact, I love and I respect them, but I can pray for you, bro. I can really, I really believe I can pray for you. I can pray for you. I can pray with you and I can pray for you. The devil is a liar. There are some things that can be cast out. We can cast out fever, cast out malaria, cast out HIV, cast out disease, cast out infirmity. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Demons can be cast out. Number two, evil can be cast. Number two, number three, number three, evil, we should shun evil. We should shun evil. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 22, quickly. First Thessalonians 5, 22, the Bible says, abstain from all appearance of evil. Let me see how the NIV, the NIV says what? The NIV says, the NIV of the same scripture says, work with me. The NIV says, ooh, reject every kind of evil. The new kingdom says, the new kingdom says, the new kingdom says, abstain from every form of evil. The kingdom says, the kingdom says, abstain from every, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom says, abstain from all appearance of evil. So evil is not only in the form, evil can also be appearance. It can be something that looks like evil. Look at me, we are not called to be controversial. Our calling as believers is not to make us controversial. Stop looking like something that you are not. Stop it. Stop dressing like you are on assignment. Stop dressing that you are out there for my soul. I can see. Look at me. We are all not trees. We are human beings. Stop showing me that part of your body. The devil is a liar. You don't even clap your hands well. It may not be evil, but it appears evil. God says, shun it. Paul says, I become all things to all men, that I may by all means win some. Our calling as Christians not to be controversial. Stop posting things on Instagram that is not you. Lord, mercy, Lord, mercy, forgive, atonement, the blood, the blood, the sanctifying blood, the overcoming blood. Dressing was meant to cover you, not to uncover you. <laughs> By the grace of God, yeah. half star, it's good half star. Especially in EWC, we have star by the grace of God. Half star, but don't be controversial, don't appear evil. You are not like one. You are a child of God. 
Be decent. Be nice. Be sweet. Be beautiful. Keep yourself. Don't talk like that. Don't speak like that. We should shun the appearance of evil. Can I put your church right now? Amen. Number five. Finally, evil, evil must be expelled. Expel evil and wicked persons. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 13 says, First Corinthians 5, but those who are outside God judges. Therefore, put away from, therefore, put away, therefore, put away from among yourself the wicked person. You have the right to put away wicked person. And here, he was talking about morally wicked people, morally evil people. Give me the new, the new King James. The New King James says, the New King James says, yes, therefore, put away from yourself evil persons. There are people who are morally evil. I must say, they are, they are worse. They, they are so, they are, I don't want to mention, they are so off moral. Like, like they are, you know, you can meet someone who is just morally bankrupt. And they will spoil you. all the bad things. Someone will introduce you to it. They will show you things. This thing will do it and mix and mix it and mix it and mix it. You get this. It's Ed Put away from yourself evil persons. There are people, they spoil your spiritual, they spoil your Christianity. When you, you can't date him, please don't date that guy. Don't date him. Don't, some of you date people who have become weight on you. They, are, they won't even allow you to serve God. You are pretending to be normal, but you are not normal. You are a child of God. Don't date anybody who makes you pretend to be a believer. Pretend to be yourself. Pretend to pray. Pretend to fire. Pretend to shangama and broskoto. Because you know who you are. Some of you are hung with people who, are, who, who you have to pretend to be in pay tight. Suddenly, they, they, are, they are intellectual. They know more than you do. And you too, the thing that worked for you, now you are against it. Put away evil persons. Not everybody you engage with. Not everybody becomes your friend. Not everybody become, gets into your camp. Second Corinthians 15 verse 33 says, 15 33 says, but do not be deceived. Evil communication corrupt good harmonies. Evil communication. The more you hear, 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 the more it enters you. And by the time you realize, you are gone. You are gone. You are gone. Your manners are gone. Your resistance is broken. What you value has been devalued. You, you've been stripped of who you are. Evil communication. God could have it. You remember when you came to empowerment? How you revered the church and the worship and everything. Now as you hang around wrong people, look at the way you, you are going back. Before you used to sit in front, now you are sitting at the back. But next time you'll be outside. Next time you won't come to church again. You are going back. First, second row, third row, fourth row. You are going, you are going. Evil communication. Corp could have it. Are you, are you blessed today? And finally. 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 Bible says, okay. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 14. Let me just, Proverbs 4, 14. Do not set your foot in the path of the wicked or walk in the way of, of evildoers. Okay, let's go. What happened? What did they do? Verse 15 says, verse 15 says, verse 15. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go your way. Next verse says, for, for they cannot rest until what? They do evil. They are robbed of sleep till they make one, someone stumble. There are people who don't sleep oh, until they make someone stumble. They are planning, they are scheming, they are working, they are going to do, they are invoking, they are, they are, they are, they are just bad. Someone yet. They are, don't sleep until they make one stumble. You will not any attempt for you to fall. As we block it in Jesus' name, say yes. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The path of righteous like what? The morning sun. Shining over brighter to what? The full light of the day. I love the next verse. But the wicked. Is, the wicked is like what? 
darkness. They do not know what makes them to stumble. The wicked will fall in Jesus' name. Finally, last scripture. Last scripture. Let me get last scripture. Last scripture is my prayer. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Let's read together. I want to go. Alexander. Want to go. Let's all read together. Want to go. Alexander, the copper smith, did me what? Much what? Evil. There are people who do evil. There are people who plan evil. They do evil. And this Paul, this New Testament, this is the Old, this is the New Testament. Those who don't, those who don't, those who have problem warfare prayers, hear this. Paul said, Alexander the copper smith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. You don't work at ECG and get your salary at Waterworks. Where you work is where you get your salary. Baby, I'll hear you, man. They only pay good and one of you. Where you work is where you get your salary. If you work for Vodafone, you don't take your salary at empty end. For he did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his. Anyone on your case, anyone scheming and working and programming, let them be rewarded by their own evil. Say yes. Next word, next verse says, next verse says, of whom be thou where also. Look at that verse. Of whom be aware also. Mean be careful. Be careful who you hang with. Of whom Paul, Paul said to Timothy, be aware, be cautious, be mindful, avoid him. For he had greatly withstood our words. Verse 16 says, at my first answer to, at my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their heart, their charge. Verse 17 says, notwithstanding, the lost stood with me and standing me. It's so sad. Wow, that's Paul. That, that by me, the preaching might be fully known. That all Gentiles might hear. I was delivered out of the mouth of what? The lions. That word lion, they, mean, David, they refer to bad mouth as lion. People are after you, it's wicked things. Say plan, plan. Say all composite. God made from the mouth of lion. May God deliver you from mouth of lions that want to cheer you up. I love the last one. Let's all read the last one together. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom whom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We hope you've been blessed. Connect with Gideon Dancer on any social media platform at Gideon Dancer on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. It's Empowerment Worship Center. You can join us in person for any of our Sunday family services, 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 6 p.m. We promise you a worship-filled atmosphere that will bless you and your family.